With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are tidying up some loose ends, ladies and gentlemen, right now on the hottest form of Alabama football talk. It's in my own words with your man, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as I am live in studios. We started this week's edition of shows with Alabama football standouts that have the most approved in the National Football League Scouting Combine. From there, we dove into returning junior inside linebacker Dylan Moses and why I feel as though he has the key to the Crimson Tide winning a national championship for the 2019 season. After that, we dove into my big winners. My big winners where Alabama football is concerned that really created some value, really made bank in the NFL Combine. But now with spring practice starting up on Friday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time for the University of Alabama, I dive into my sleepers for spring ball. And fans, local media, national media, they know what to expect from names like Tua Tagovailoa, Najee Harris, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, Devontae Smith. Defensively, it's Raekwon Davis, though Davis did not have a great season this past year. LeBron Ray, Dylan Moses, Anthony Jennings, Terrell Lewis. Hopefully, Lewis and Jennings can be healthy this upcoming season. Xavier McKinney, Shaheem Carter, and Patrick Sertan II. There are those names that national media, local media, and fans, they know what to expect from those guys. But then there are those players that make you go, hmm, don't really know this guy. Can't really put my finger on this cat right here. Haven't really seen much of him. Can he be productive? Can he be a benefit? Can he be an unsung hero? Can he be an impact player? Can he be a valued contributor in terms of helping the Crimson Tide get to the national championship and win? That is what we're going to discuss right now as we dive into my sleepers for Alabama football, where spring ball is concerned. And we kick it off with running back Jerome Ford, redshirt freshman, 5'11", 206 pounds, three-star out of Seffner, Florida. A lot of people would have Brian Robinson Jr. in this spot, the former four-star out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Hillcrest High School, came in for 2017 class with Najee Harris. And you would be perfectly fine to have Robinson in that spot, seeing how he hasn't had that big boom moment yet. The reason why I don't have him as a sleeper is due to Harris and Robinson are going to get a large number of carries in the upcoming season. And just seeing how, you know, Robinson's already totaled 87 rushing attempts, 437 yards, and four touchdowns combined for 2017 and 2018. 
When number 24 on offense takes the field, you're not scratching your head wondering, okay, who in the Sam Hill is that? You know it's Brian Robinson. You, you know enough of his face to put his face with his name. That's not the same case with Jerome Ford, somebody of whom was the lone back Alabama sign in 2018. Now, from rumors out there, the hope is maybe he could be a Josh Jacobs 2.0, an all-purpose back. Hopefully, maybe, we'll see. Last season, four, seven carries, 307 carries, 37, excuse me, seven carries, 37 yards, and four games before the red shirt tag was slapped on him. Got a chance to speak with former Alabama linebacker Jamie Mosley at the Orange Bowl, the media day portion of that. And he told me, he said, Stephen, you know, Jerome Ford is going to be a really good player. He's already tough, hard to bring down, hits the holes pretty well, pretty good speed in open space. But the one thing he does exceptionally well as a scout team player, as a practice squad player, he gives our defense the best look at how opposing running backs are going to attack us. That's what Jamie Mosley told me. Jerome Ford, as a practice squad scout team player, gives the Alabama defense the best look at how opposing running backs is going to attack that squad. So, from practice squad, from scout team player, to somebody trying to steal some carries from Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, maybe even the likes of Trey Sanders to the five-star who will be in Tuscaloosa this summer. Keep your eyes on Jerome Ford. He wears number 27. A big-time player at Alabama wore that number. Wore it briefly, but wore that number. And it was 2015 Heisman Trophy winner Derrick Henry. Now, am I saying Jerome Ford is going to be the next Derrick Henry? Absolutely not. But it's still somebody to keep your eye on, Jerome Ford. Moving down, my next sleeper here. And I, I don't, I didn't know why at first the reason behind me putting this guy on the list because he's coming into his red shirt senior year. Media, The media already knows who this guy is. Fans already know who this guy is. Got a lot of experience, played some football at the University of Alabama. The reason why I have him here, though, injuries robbed him of his starting spot a season ago on the offensive line. It wasn't the fact that he just got flat beat out. No, injuries took it from him. And that guy is none other than Matt Womack. It's 6'7", 325 pounds. The former three-star of Hernando, Mississippi, came into that 2015 signing class. Womack started all 15 games at right tackle in 2017, assisting an offense that averaged 37.1 points, 444.1 yards offensively per game. Womack guided Damian Harris to two straight 1,000-yard seasons. 2016, 1,037 yards rushing. 2017, Harris hit 1,000 yards flat on the nose. Womack in 2017 graded out at 90% or better against Fresno State, Clemson, and Vanderbilt. He also did not allow a sack in 10 of those matchups. 
And while he may not be the best pass protector, you put him in the booth as a guard, guy is a massive road grader. Will put his hands, will lock on to the inside of a defensive lineman's pads and will drive that guy off the ball. And you need that nastiness when you talk about playing under a first-year offensive line coach in Kyle Flood who's coming over from the National Football League, the Atlanta Falcons. Also, with Alabama losing Nestor Cotton, Jonah Williams, and Ross Pierce-Baker, they're moving on. And then with Deontay Brown, who got into that NCAA situation, which caused him not to travel to the team for the college football playoff in 2018, an NCAA situation that Nick Saban has yet to go into at all and probably will not go into. If Alabama wins the appeal of Cornbread Brown, he will not have to serve a four-game suspension. If they do not win the appeal, he will have to serve it and that's when you look at Matt Womack possibly really getting in there and getting the starting spot back, especially with this offensive line being reshuffled a bit. So keep your eyes on Matt Womack, a guy that did not get flat beat out by Jedrick Wills, had the foot injury, then re-aggravated his foot injury, but he's got a lot of experience. He'll be pushing in spring ball. Sticking with offense here, as I move to my next guy, at the tight end position where we pick up Miller Forrestal. Nick Saban, after bringing in the number one signing class for 2019, when he was throwing the question about, you know, positions of unknown at Alabama in terms of guys that, you know, who's that guy at certain positions to where you can put your finger on that guy and you know he's going to be special. If at tight end position... Nick Saban said, well, we got some question marks here because Irv Smith Jr. gone, Kedrick James, another one of those guys that had the NCAA thing hanging over his head. Does he win the appeal? Does Alabama not win the appeal where he's concerned? You got that staring at you. Major Tennyson, young guy, very athletic, could be something we'll have to see. You signed a guy in 2019 by the name of Jaleel Billingsley. We'll have to watch his progress. Freshman coming in this season. Nick Saban was very much so not against maybe even digging into the transfer portal and possibly bringing in a guy for that tight end spot. But the name I'm going to throw out here, well, I already threw threw him out here, Miller Forrestal. The reason why he's the guy for me is former three-star from Cartersville, Georgia, came in the 2016 class. 6'5", 234 pounds, redshirt junior. Here is a guy that had a strong freshman year, right? Five catches for 75 yards in 2016, including a big-time 22-yard reception from Jalen Hurts in the game against LSU at Tiger Stadium, Death Valley, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in the fourth quarter. That play set up the Jalen Hurts 21-yard touchdown run which got at the time to a 10-0 win. Forrestal had a solid freshman year. Sophomore year was pegged to be big time. Saban talked about how Forrestal reminded him of O.J. Howard. Very athletic. Very O.J. Howard-like. Good pass catcher. Good H-back. Strong blocker. But 
got injured three games into or three to four games into the 2017 season. Serious knee injury against Colorado State tore the anterior cruciate ligament, had to take the medical red shirt. And then, of course, this past season, Irv Smith Jr. stole the show, projected to be could possibly slide into being a first-round pick, but right now Smith is looked at as a day-two pick. But Irv Smith, 44 catches, 710 yards, seven touchdown receptions. He's going to the NFL. The boomerang comes back to Miller Forrestal. Very athletic, strong blocker, back 100% healthy. We have seen what he can do when he is healthy. Want to see Miller Forrestal bounce back. He's another sleeper here. Moving on down to my fourth sleeper in terms of spring practice for Alabama. We finally flip it over to the defensive side of the ball in the secondary where we pick up safety Daniel Wright at 6'1", 190 pounds from Boyd Anderson High School in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Crimson Tide continuing to pick up great players from the Sunshine State. And Wright, just another one of those guys. Redshirt sophomore, former former four-star, excuse me, came in in that 2017 signing class that year Wright had 10 tackles, stalwart on special teams, big-time player. In 2018, had eight tackles, two pass breakups, suffered a torn labrum in his shoulder, only only played four games, had to have surgery on that. The biggest thing for Wright, though, he's going to have to battle some stiff competition in terms of that free safety spot. Deontay Thompson gone to the National Football League. Even the uh, money position, the dime back, the sixth defensive back in that dime role, you're looking at battling Nigel Knott, Jarrett Maiden, Eddie Smith, possibly even the freshman Jordan Battle. A lot of competition for Daniel Wright, but he's got the wingspan, he's got the size, he's got the mentality, the hard-hitting prowess and capability. Keep your eyes on Daniel Wright. He's going to have a lot to say in terms of spring ball. That being my fourth sleeper, which brings up the rear, last but not least, an outside linebacker, Christopher Allen, the five-star out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, part of that 2017 class, at 6'4", 250 pounds, redshirt sophomore. Allen was having a monster spring in 2018 before he hurt his knee. Was tearing it up, was cracking heads, was busting skulls, was having a monster 2018 spring before he hurt his knee. Did not play the entire season. 2017, young man had six tackles, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hurries, and a forced fumble in seven games. He's got a ton of ability. Can bend around the outside, can affect the passing game, is strong at the point of attack and stopping the run. And with him having Sal Sinceri, new outside linebackers coach, well, new in terms of him coming back, but his second stint with the Crimson Tide, I expect big things from Chris Allen. And along with Anthony Jennings and Terrell Lewis, if Allen can just stay healthy, this is going to be a good upcoming year for the Crimson Tide. So, running back through this again here, as term, in terms of my sleepers for Crimson Tide football, you got running back Jerome Ford, offensive lineman Matt Womack, tight end Miller Forrestal, 
safety Daniel Wright, and outside linebacker Chris Allen. In terms of other sleepers, as we got them listed, because you can't know enough about Alabama players, there's never a thing called learning too much. In terms of other potential sleepers, cornerback Josh Job, look out for him. Cornerback Jalen Armour Davis coming back from injury. Defensive lineman Christian Barmore. People feel as though he's the next Quinnen Williams. Wide receiver Xavier Williams. Ziggy, that guy can fly. Cornerback Mac Jones. A lot of people look at, maybe he's a sleeper. Former A-Day MVP last spring. But can he finally put it together as far as being a signal caller leading this team? Mac Jones. Jalen Moody, linebacker. Interesting piece right there. Jerez Parks, outside linebacker. And Markel Benton playing that inside backer role. Just some additional sleepers there. Folks, that's going to do it for this edition of In My Own Words, the podcast. You can check us out by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app on your iPhone, your Rocket Team Apple, Google Play Store if you're Rocket Team Android to get the best in Tide football. For all of us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine, I'm yours truly. Next time, we'll dive into Crimson Tide information with the team being in spring practice. Until then, folks, so long, everybody. It's in my own words.